You are listening to the Less Drama, More Mama podcast, episode 145, Setting Limits with Your Kids. This is Less Drama, More Mama, the podcast for moms who want to feel calm, in control, and confident about how to handle anything life throws their way. If you're ready to go from feeling frazzled and disrespected to feeling calm and connected, this is the podcast for you. I'm your host, Pam Howard. Hi, Mama. Boy, May is flying by. Can you believe it's almost summer again? I'm really excited, though, because early next week, I'm opening up the registration and Facebook group for the 2021 Chill Out Challenge for Moms. That's my free five-day self-care challenge for moms. Those of you who were a part of it last year know that it was super fun, and I'm excited to do it again this year to help you focus on you for five whole days and give away some cool prizes, too. So make sure you're on my email list and keep your eyes peeled for information on that very soon. Today, we're talking about a topic that comes up quite a bit in my coaching sessions with moms, and that is limit setting. You might feel, like my clients often do, frustrated when your kids don't follow the limits or stuck when it comes to knowing what consequences to give or how to handle when they don't follow the rules. Sometimes you may not stick to your limits because it just seems easier to give in, or you want to avoid a meltdown, but then later you feel resentful, or you feel guilty when your kids get upset about a limit, and so you just let them do whatever they want. Yep, been there, done that. (laughs) So in this episode, we're going to talk about why kids need limits, why kids sometimes resist or refuse to follow them, when to be firm versus flexible, and how to follow through on consequences calmly and effectively. So first and foremost, limits exist to keep us safe. Physical boundaries, such as safety gates and cabinet locks, allow toddlers the freedom to crawl and explore while keeping them from getting hurt. As kids get older, you might set limits for what they can and can't eat, what time they go to bed, and how much screen time is allowed each day. Limits provide a sense of order. Routines, consistency, and knowing what to expect allow your kids to feel safe, calm, and competent. Without them, kids can become anxious, unmanageable, and self-centered. Limits are necessary to keep kids healthy and balanced and also teach social norms, morals, and your family's values. The first step in limit setting is to identify what it is you value. Certain rules that are important to one family may not seem significant to another, so it's useful to think about the qualities and values you hope to instill in your children and ask yourself, what kind of adult do I want to raise? How do my limits support these goals? For example, you may value healthy eating. So how important are mealtimes and food-related behavior to you? You may value a good work ethic and independence. So what are your expectations regarding when homework should be done and how much help you'll give? How much responsibility do you expect the kids to have around the house and why? You want to make sure you like your reasons and you're not just setting rules because that's how you were raised or that's what you read in a parenting book or that's what your mother-in-law says is right. This is your family and you get to make the rules. Now, I know that can feel scary because it means you're the grown-up and you might think, what if I make the wrong decision? 
go back and listen to episode 25. There are no wrong decisions, and you can always make a different choice later on. Once you've established your values and the limits that support them, ideally, you'd want to talk them over with your partner, co-parent, and other caregivers. You'll also want to frame them as positives. So instead of no eating food on the couch, you can say, we eat our food at the kitchen table. It's a subtlety, but you want to be sure to focus on what you want rather than on what you don't want, like I talked about in episode 112. By the way, all of the episodes that I mentioned will be in today's show notes, so you don't have to go hunting for them later. Deciding what your limits will be and communicating them to your kids is the easy part. The reason so many moms feel overwhelmed and frustrated is that they don't have any control over whether or not their kids obey the limits, and they end up taking it personally. When their kids disobey them, they automatically make it mean that they're bad parents, they have bad kids, or that something has gone terribly wrong. None of that is true. Let me ask you something and be honest. Do you always obey the speed limit? Or do you sometimes risk getting a ticket because you're in a hurry? Have you ever handed a cashier two coupons when you knew full well that the fine print read limit one coupon per customer? Have you ever eaten a snack in a place where you knew food and drinks weren't allowed? Limits are everywhere, yet even when the consequences are clearly defined, people of all ages try to see whether they really apply to them. Kids test limits for the same reasons adults do. They want what they want when they want it. They want to exert their independence and control. And sometimes their emotions drive them to behave outside of normal limits. Let's say you just got a phone call that someone you love had been admitted to the hospital. When you're in a panic, you're much more likely to break the speed limit on your way to the hospital than if you were feeling calm and relaxed. In the same way, when your kids are feeling intense emotions, they're less likely to comply with limits and just go after what they want. Kids also test the limits as a way to make sure they can trust you and see how reliable you are. Going back to our speeding example, if you sped down the highway past a patrol officer on your way to the hospital and he or she did nothing, you might feel relieved that you got away with speeding, but it also might make you feel uneasy questioning your trust in the highway patrol and whether they're really there to protect you. Although it may seem like kids want to be in charge, the idea of having total freedom and control actually terrifies the heck out of them. They want and need to know that the adults in their lives are there to keep them from harm, guide them to make good decisions, and adequately prepare them for adulthood. When kids test limits, they actually gain valuable knowledge and experience. Think about it. Do you really want your kids to blindly follow every limit? Or do you want them to question the rules, understand the reasons behind them, learn how to make decisions based on their own values, and experience the natural consequences of those decisions? Now, of course, you wouldn't want to teach your kids about the dangers of riding a bike without a helmet by having them experience the natural consequence of a head injury. But in matters other than health and safety, there may even be some, quote, mistakes you'd like your kids to experience now while they're under your roof, rather than later when they're older on their own and the stakes are higher. Also, we can't deny the fact that many people have achieved greatness and created social change by pushing the prevailing limits of their time or overcoming perceived limitations. 
Rosa Parks immediately comes to mind as an example. Kids testing the limits has nothing to do with you and your success as a mom. You don't need to get upset or angry when your kids disobey the limits. Everything is working exactly as it should. Just remember the emergency broadcast system. This is a test. It is only a test. Once again, I'm going to use the analogy of the patrol officer. When he or she pulls you over for speeding, they aren't upset about it. They don't take it personally that you broke the law. They simply do their job of pulling you over and giving you a ticket. Now, I want you to imagine yourself like that patrol officer when your kids break the rules. It's not about you. You just get to show up and do your job of handing out the consequence with love or listening to them with empathy or helping them problem solve. I did a whole episode called Consequences with Love that goes into a lot more detail about the differences between consequences and punishments and natural versus logical consequences. So I'm not going to go into that again here. But I will reiterate the most important element of limit setting is consistency and follow through. Being consistent in your words and actions builds credibility and authority. Once you've told your kids what the limits and consequences are, expect them to experiment and be prepared to calmly follow through. When they're convinced you can be trusted to keep them safe and honor your word, they'll have less of a need to test you to know where you stand. Staying calm is key because when we react emotionally, we shift the focus off of our kids' behavior and onto us. In Hal Runkle's book, Scream Free Parenting, he warns us not to pick up the gauntlets our kids throw down at our feet. A gauntlet was a glove worn by knights in medieval times. When one knight threw his gauntlet down, it signified an invitation to a duel. If the other knight picked it up, he indicated that he accepted the challenge. Our kids invite us into conflict all the time, but that doesn't mean we have to accept. It's not that your kids want to fight with you or be difficult. They just want to make sure they can trust you. They try again and again in many different ways to validate this trust so they can feel safe. It's what their human brains are designed to do. Examples of gauntlets that kids might throw down are, it's not fair, you're so mean, I'm not doing that. When we hear those words, instead of immediately getting defensive, picking up the gauntlet and engaging in a battle, we can hit the pause button in our minds and think, how do I want to behave in this moment? When we get reactive, we regress. We behave more childishly in an attempt to get our kids to act more grown up. It's insane. Hitting the pause button in our minds and intentionally choosing our thoughts in those moments enables us to be the emotionally mature and trustworthy adults our kids need us to be. If you're often engaging in power struggles with your kids, start to notice those gauntlets and resist the temptation to pick them up. Instead, let the gauntlet lie there on the floor while you calmly follow through on your limit. At my house, we have a rule that all electronics are in my room before bed. Just the other night, Marissa put her Chromebook and iPad in my room and I said, great, where's the phone? Oh, it's in my backpack. I don't want to go downstairs. I said, the rule is that all devices are in my room before bed. She threw down a gauntlet. You go get it. I took a deep breath and calmly repeated myself. The rule is, and before I could finish, she let out a sigh of exasperation. Ugh, fine. 
Now, I know it can be challenging when it feels like your kids are constantly testing limits, but don't forget there are three core emotional needs, connection, control, and competence. In order to break out of a negative cycle, you may need to put down the rope and let go of some control for a bit while focusing more on your relationship and building connection. The stronger your connection is, the more likely they'll be to cooperate and follow your rules. There may be times when you decide to adjust your expectations, change a limit, or allow an exception. Just be aware that when you do this, you're setting a precedent for future situations. So always try to let your kids know the reasons behind your choices. For example, you could say, I know I don't usually let you stay up past nine, but since your cousins are visiting, I'm making a one-time exception. Your child may make an argument against a limit that you ultimately decide makes sense to you. Once again, you can say, you know, I've thought about it, and what you said makes sense, so we can try having screen time before dinner instead of after and see how it goes. But if your homework doesn't get done, then we'll have to go back to our current schedule. The last thing I want to talk about is putting limits on your limits. Oftentimes, parents have too many or too few limits. Too many can feel oppressive and cause kids to rebel. Too few can create anxiety and insecurity in some kids or cause others to act out in an attempt to make you step up and set some. So decide on your non-negotiables, like wearing a seatbelt every time you're in the car, not hitting, kicking, or biting, and not swearing at each other. Then you need to really ask yourself, what are your reasons for other limits? And is it really worth it to insist on certain things? For example, how important is it that your kids eat all of their vegetables or take a bath every night? Is it realistic to expect them to sit quietly while you're on an hour call for work or keep their room as clean as you think it should be? Limit setting is more of an art than a science that requires a balance of being firm and loving, giving and taking control, teaching kids about cause and effect, helping them with self-regulation, and lots of trial and error. You can totally do this. Remember, this is a test. It's only a test. And as long as you keep showing up, you can't fail. Okay, I'm going to stop here. There's so much we could talk about when it comes to this topic. So leave your questions or comments in the comments section of today's show notes and check out the other episodes that I mentioned there. I'll be on Facebook Live tomorrow night, barring any internet problems. And keep an eye out for an email to sign up for this year's Chill Out Challenge for Moms. I'll talk to you again soon. Bye-bye. If you enjoy listening to this podcast and you're ready to feel calmer, more confident, and more at peace in your family and life, I invite you to sign up for a free consultation with me to learn about how my coaching can help you achieve the exact life you want. You'll take the concepts and tools I share in the podcast and apply them to your own life. And as your coach, I'll be there to support you every step of the way. Go to lessdramamoremama.com forward slash mini and sign up now.